3: And good afternoon everyone. This is uh the doctor and he's in uh Dr. Peter DeVette, All the way here from East Texas, Northeast Texas, the beautiful city of Tyler, Texas, the rose capital of the United States, some say. And um it's in the Piney woods. Uh we are <clears throat> surrounded by lots of water. Thank thank God for good rains this uh, <laughs> this uh, this year compared to last. Last year we weren't surrounded by so much water, but um, in the studio here with me is Susan Spence, my everyday co-host, and Susan, welcome. Thank you to the show.
4: Good to be here.
3: So we are talking about a subject today that is near and dear to my heart, and um, the subject is toxic metals and your health, toxic metals and your health. So a lot of you may be thinking why are we doing an entire show on metals and i'm here to tell you folks you need to know a lot more than you do about metals if you don't understand you know <clears throat> what it's doing to your health so we are we have lots of metals in our body some are good for us some are as a matter of fact some we uh, don't even realize are metals and i think um, you know i I've had to learn this the hard way, but potassium, sodium, magnesium, calcium, calcium, magnesium manganese manganese zinc. those those are all uh, metals, zinc, um, copper, and the body uses those. We have to have plenty of those uh, micronutrients in the body. as a matter of fact, some of them are uh, you could almost say macronutrients, like sodium and zinc potassium and, and uh, you know calcium and zinc uh, you know those are. Uh, almost uh, at uh, necessary at the macronutrient level, but there's also a lot of metals that that hurt us that poison our bodies, <clears throat> and that uh, mo- most of us don't even know uh, you know are being ingested or bring breathe in or you know um, literally get into the body through the skin so so susan tell tell us a little bit about metal toxicity what why is it that we are needing to know about the subject, what what can metals, bad metals, do to us and what are the most common ones that afflict us?
4: Bad metals can go in and occupy the sites, especially inside enzyme systems. Uh, Every enzyme has a metal, uh, a, a nutrient metal, a necessary metal, in the middle of the molecule and toxic metals can compete uh, for that binding site and uh, disable, uh, cripple, slow down enzymatic processes within our body. And it can manifest in any organ system. Uh, the big five that people think about are arsenic, mercury, lead, cadmium, and aluminum.
3: So uh, say, say that uh, slowly. Which, which are the big five? Arsenic. Arsenic? Mercury. Mercury.
4: Lead?
3: Lead. Cadmium?
4: Cadmium.
3: Aluminum. Aluminum. Okay, so tell me, Susan, what? where do people get arsenic? Are we poisoning each other? Are we putting it in each other's food supply? Is this uh, uh, spousal wrath no, taking, no. taking hold of what? I've
4: heard of those stories. I've heard of those. I don't know where you find it, though. I guess you can find it on the internet. Uh, the most recent thing. Uh, Thing we heard about in the news, and the, uh, Dr. Oz was hot on it, was uh, arsenic in apple juice and arsenic in rice. It's used in uh, insecticide insecticide residues on fruits and vegetables. And in the South, where cotton used to be grown, uh, there's been heavy uh, levels, levels of arsenic found in rice because rice has an affinity for arsenic, and especially in low-lying areas of Louisiana and in riverbeds that can be flooded, rice can be grown where in previous years uh, cotton was grown, and um, arsenic was used heavily in the cotton industry.
3: Now, you also told me something a while back that uh, grossed me out. What? About arsenic being used in the chicken industry.
4: Oh yeah, arsenic is used to worm chickens <laughs> today, as we speak. Commercial so, chickens are wormed with arsenic. It's in rat poison. So it's- when you,
3: when you get that Kentucky Fried Chicken, <clears throat> when you go to the store and you get your rotisserie chicken hot off, you know, the <laughs> out the stove, you know, and you know, chicken in general, unless it's organic, unless it is uh, okay. free range. I think they don't give those chickens, I hope they don't give them <laughs> arsenic, but you never know, you know, I think, uh, but commercial chicken, you know, in, and I think the other reason why they use arsenic is is also to clean out, to reduce the the gut flora, you know, the, the wow. bacterial load, the E. coli, you know, so mm-hmm. to reduce the contamination of E. coli, um, you know, the problem is E. coli is critical for life, mm-hmm. you know, in a chicken and a human being. And so they, you know, they inadvertently, I think, just by making things worse, by creating more resistant bugs, mm-hmm. like always, humans tend to be short-sighted and into immediate, uh, you know, gratification, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever it is that they try to do today. They don't think about the consequences uh, tomorrow. And yeah, you haven't. Um, I have have a a huge
4: list. No, (laughs) it's used in wood preservatives uh, as a wood preservative, especially pressure-treated lumber, cross ties. That's why now it's mandated that if you have to throw those things away, you can't burn them. They have to be um, disposed of properly. Uh, Wallpaper dye, uh, sewage disposal, uh, seafood, uh, household detergents. um, And also in it just occurs naturally in some well water.
3: Well, you know, it's it's amazing Uh, all the sources. uh, Automobile exhaust exhaust too. So if you're a truck driver, or you drive for a living, whatever you drive, you're also breathing a lot of exhaust gases and getting uh, arsenic from that too. So again, you know, in small amounts, arsenic is not a problem. Body can handle it fine, but As you get more toxic and other metals come into play and your detox systems get overwhelmed, then it's harder and harder for your body to excrete arsenic, uh, causing the problem to get worse. So, now, Susan, when we talk about metals in general, I just want to make a a point here before we go into discussing the other four big ones you mentioned, Uh, and that is that, you know, in every patient that we see, you're at our facility, whether they're healthy or sick, whether they have a mild or life-threatening illness, we uh, typically do a what we call a bioenergetic workup that includes information gathering on toxins. And in every single patient that we see, we see some level of metal toxicity. So mm-hmm. it's not whether you have metal toxicity, it's what you have as far as metal toxicity is concerned. So that's that's the question you need to ask. And there's certain things, certain diseases, where it's more likely to be a very significant problem.
4: Uh, Also, isn't it very difficult to diagnose because with like an acute exposure, like if you accidentally ingested something in like uh, as little as five days that Acuteness would be gone out of your bloodstream and it would be redistributed to bone, fat, and brain.
3: Exactly. So, and, and that's, that's the problem with conventional medicine. There's again one more reason why we don't see it, why we don't test for it, but why don't we don't think about it or, or look for it. And that is, it, you know, when you do normal testing, like for instance, mercury, mercury levels, um, when you track it going from, say, for instance, the mouth ingestion or skin, you know, getting it through your skin when you play with a broken thermometer like people used to, you know, the the mercury will disappear from the bloodstream within two weeks. So within two weeks approximately, it will not be in the bloodstream anymore. So if you go looking for it in the bloodstream, it ain't there, you know. It's gone to the hair. So for the next two weeks to three months, you have hair, you'll see it in the hair, you know. So if you take a hair sample and it's in that 3 month window depending on how long your hair is <laughs> you know, if you have very short hair it may not be that uh, that long you know if you're a man versus a woman so but then when you look at beyond that you know when you look at um, beyond 3 months it's not in your hair either now it's gone into the bones and into the neurological tissues um, and it 's hiding it 's got into your fat, fat layers too, depending on on the metals. so we don 't see them there, but they still affect in the body because the, bo- the bone will release them progressively back into the tissues, back into the bloodstream in, in small, small amounts, but they are very toxic and There are certain metals, by the way, that we never even talk about healthy levels you know and, and the, the big three that we 're going to be discussing after this next break um, you know that fall in that category is cadmium. Uh, lead and mercury. So cadmium, lead, and mercury are synergistic poisons. And we're going to tell you exactly what that means and, you know, what uh, what we can do about it. So give us a call if you have a question in, at 866-404-6519 if you want to join the discussion. If you're out there fascinated about uh, heavy metals and other poisonings, uh, you know, <clears throat> so we would love to have your call. Also, Give us a call if you have one uh, more personal information on your own personal um, diseases uh, and what you might be, have been exposed to, 877-484-9735, 877-484-9735. That's the number to QHI Wellness, and shopqhi.com is our website, and we'll be right back after this break.
5: Time is it? It's milf and cookies time. Join the rowdy and fun world of Shannon and Amy, two moms I'd like to Facebook and catch a glimpse of these two best friends as they enjoy their milf status and devise ways to keep it. They along with their special guests will happily reveal their best kept secrets on how to feel beautiful from the inside out. Some of the fun segments include Happy Hour with Skinny Girl Margaritas, Confessions of a Bad Eater, Making Your Own Money is So Hot, Tips give you your milk status. And don't forget the cookies. We're still moms after all. And best friends are like a good brawl. They never leave you hanging. Shannon represents the ladies in their 40s and is also a woman who came into her cool status late in life after a good long run with the Glee Club. Amy, on the other hand, is walking the 30 set and as a high school cheerleader has pretty much been cool her whole life. Hook up with hosts Shannon and Amy every Thursday evening at 9 p.m. Central for Filth and
0: Cookies. you on the Rockstar Radio Network. Hi, my name is John Martin, and I'm the CEO of this radio station. Recently, I began a life changing weight loss program under the supervision and care of Dr. Peter DeVette at QHI Wellness. In Tyler, Texas, the program that Doctor Tibet put me on is called Beta HCG. Now, 97 days ago, I began the program, and as of today, I've lost a total of 63 pounds. <laughs> you heard me right, 63 pounds in just over 90 days. If you're out there suffering like I was from being overweight, and just finally are ready to do something about it, then the days of those long-term yo-yo programs are over. You can finally take care of the problem for good. I personally recommend giving Dr. DeVette's clinic a call at 877-484-9735. That's QHI Wellness at 877-484-9735. Or go online at qhiwellness.com and change your life today. And oh, by the way, tell them John Martin sent you.
2: Doctor, doctor, give me the news, I gotta...
0: Welcome back
1: to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Tokenet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Togenet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette.
3: And we're back. Uh, We're talking about heavy metals in your health. And if you have a question uh, about heavy metals or poisoning or toxicity or detoxing or any health problem you can think of, find out if it might be linked to or associated with heavy metals, please feel free to give us a call. You're in the studio at 866-404-6519. And you can also, as we mentioned before, give us a call at QHI Wellness. Uh, If you have a complex health challenge... You want to figure out if this may be a component of your disease. You know, 877 is the number. We're going to talk about detox protocols here in a little bit, but detoxing the body of heavy metals can be relatively stra- simple and straightforward. There are great chelators, natural chelators, um, that you can take by mouth. There's also other strategies that you Uh, Unfortunately, have to do intravenously. That are even more effective. Uh, So for those people that are closer to our area, um, you know, that's certainly another option. uh, Especially for those that are more significantly ill, or they want to be more aggressive, getting things out of them. So, Susan, let's let's talk a little bit more about uh, the the metals. I, I just wanted to mention again the the triad. You know, the three. Uh, synergistic metals that poison a lot of people, oftentimes together. So, you know, when you look at lead, mercury, and cadmium, you know, we often talk about, when we talk about metals, about an LD1, an LD50, and an LD100 level. Mm-hmm. So, an LD is lethal dose, is what it stands for. Mm-hmm. So, if you take one of these metals and you look at the lethal dose you know, in studying mice, mm-hmm. preferably, uh, you, you look at, to see what dose will kill one mouse. That's an LD of one. How much metal will kill 50 mice out of 100? LD that's a 50. LD 50. And then how much uh, you know, heavy metal will kill 100? In other words, 100% of the population of mice. So, what they've done is they've looked at the LD1, say, for instance, of mercury, and then they've added to that mouse population an LD1 level of lead. So, they they give the mouse enough toxicity to kill one out of a hundred with mercury, Mm -hmm. then they add some more lead in their food, so they get to an LD1 of lead, and then they add cadmium and take them up to an LD1 of cadmium, what you get unfortunately is a 100% fatality. Oh. So it takes all three it, oh, you know, to gosh. 100%. Well,
4: and all of that is so prevalent in our society.
3: <laughs> now, now, the, and that's, I'm
4: scared. I'm scared. <laughs> I wasn't too scared. Now I'm real scared. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, and, and fortunately the vast majority of human beings have less than an LD1 amount. You have to have quite a you know, a big level of any one of these metals that, you know, to kill you on the spot. Now, the problem is over time, you can get very severely damaged by these metals, especially if you have more than one and if it's significant. And when we talk about mercury, lead, and cadmium, we don't talk about a healthy level of them. We we say that no level is healthy. You know, mm-hmm. So if you have Zippo, zero in your system, then then you're healthy. But if you have any mercury, any lead, or any cadmium in your system, you're in trouble, and you you, know, you 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 need to at least work to reduce that level. So I just wanted to make that statement. But let's go into the next fascinating metal, and that that would be for me mercury. Mm-hmm. You know we we deal with mercury all the time yeah, in our clinic. We see it in and most people, if not everybody, I think we see it in everybody. Uh, but where does it come from? Why are we getting so high in mercury levels?
4: Uh, you want to know the, the places that are sources of it? Yeah. Um, a lot of people have dental amalgams in their mouth.
3: <laughs> That's a huge one, isn't it?
4: Uh-huh. Uh Broken thermometers aren't that big a deal anymore. Um, there are seeds that are treated with uh, methylmercury fungicide, uh, predator fish and in, uh, in certain big lake fish and ocean fish, thimerosal. Um, uh, I think that's been phased out of uh, vaccines since 2002, I think. I remember reading. Um, Calomel body powder. I, I didn't even know that. Uh, a lot of cosmetics, um, latex and solvent. Thin paints, hemorrhoid suppositories, mercuric methylate, My grandmother painted that on everything. Uh, <laughs> fabric softeners. Uh, I had heard that fabric softeners were toxic, but I didn't know why. Uh, floor waxes, air conditioner filters, wood preservatives, fungicides for lawns and shrubs, leather tanning products, adhesive skin lightening creams, ointments that treat psoriasis, photo engraving. Tattooing, sewage sludge used as fertilizer. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, that's that's a mouthful. <clears throat> that's an extraordinary long list. But you know, I, I want to just grab onto a couple of those sources and you know, and highlight them because you know it it tells us a little bit about our society, the the willful ignorance that's out there, the incredible damage that's done <clears throat> by people that. You could say are well-meaning. Mm-hmm. Well, some of them are. You know, The ones that, that put the stuff in, for instance, the fillings, you know, when you talked about dentistry, to this day, you still have most dentists in this country still putting lethal mercury in people's mouths and then telling people that it's fine, no problem. In your mouth, it's no problem, but it's, if it's in your drinking water, the EPA says... It can't be there. You know?
4: They won't even let the dentist put it in the sink and flush it down yeah, exactly. They make it dispose of it as no. hazardous waste, but you can put it no. you can put it in a patient's mouth.
3: Does that make any sense? No. Any sense whatsoever. <laughs> Folks, if you're listening, you know, I mean just think how foolish we are to believe stuff like that from our dentists, you know, when they say, Oh, no problem. When the American Dental Association says, Oh, no problem, you know, for hundred and forty years Folks, we have been allowing one of the the deadliest, one of the two deadliest metals uh, to be placed in human mouths, you know, left and right. And we're still, you know, giving people license to do that. As Susan said, the irony is you can't flush it down, you know, the drain. You have to collect that mercury.
4: The spit sink, you can't flush it down that spit sink. (laughs) Yeah.
3: You have to collect it and then you have to send it. Back to the company, so, so they can make more fillings with that mercury. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, if that is not crazy, if that is not foolish, you know, it reminds me of the vaccine industry that tells us, "Oh, vaccines don't do anything." The FDA tells us vaccines don't do anything. But you know, time and time again, when you look at history, and you look at the you know the increase in the incidence of certain diseases <clears throat> matches perfectly with the increase in incidence of immunizations that until recently contained thimerosal. And Susan, I'm wondering, I understood that there were still certain adult vaccines that they still used thimerosal, was it?
4: I read something to uh, that effect, and it said, uh, maybe that's what the, the last sentence said, it said you still need to check some vaccines, although it was phased out. For children in 2002. Yeah, so, I, can, I can look at that. So, up again. for
3: children, uh, you know, there was such an outcry years back that the vaccine companies did pull it out of children's vaccines. But I think there's still certain children vaccines, vaccines, like like influenza, the flu vaccine, that uh, you you still uh, see it in, in there. And um, at least <clears throat> as far as I know, Susan is going to check into that.
4: Uh, for us, uh, it said in 2002 was phased out of some vaccines by the Academy of Pediatrics. So I assume that's for children. And then it says, as of the date of this writing, since regulations do not govern all sources, vaccines must still be verified as thimerosal free.
3: Yeah. So, and what that means, folks, is that there's still a number of vaccines that have. Thimerosal in it, but Susan, it's it's ironic that even if there is no thimerosal or mercury in a vaccine, of course they've replaced it with some other nice toxins. So <laughs> <It's> aluminum, <laughs> aluminum, and formaldehyde, and uh, you know, it's just amazing what, what what isn't you know what they keep on putting in into these things. But there's another thing that I want to say about mercury, you know, and and that is, you know, if you if you're worried about mercury in food, it is not too much to worry about as long as you eat, for instance, ocean fish that is small to medium size. But if you like your swordfish or your your shark or your you know chunk t- uh, your solid tuna um, and so forth, then you are unfortunately putting yourself at risk. Mackerel, you know, uh, a grouper, you know, all the big fish, the bigger.
4: I stick with sardines.
3: <laughs> yep. Sardines are safe if you can if you can handle them. Then uh but also red snapper, orange roughy, um you know, wild salmon, those are medium-sized fish uh that are a little bit in the middle of the food chain and they don't accumulate as much mercury as as the rest. so Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I was also want to say about mercury that you know, it is absolutely egregious that some of these heavy metals are included in cosmetics of all things, you know. So when you get that red lipstick, you know, there's a reason why it's red, you know. It might be mercury or lead.
4: And it's always aluminum. Even in the natural cosmetics, they put aluminum in
3: those. No wonder women are more toxic than men. You know, we don't (laughs) wear makeup, but... uh, so we're getting to a break. We'll be right back. Uh, 877-484-9735 is the number. You're at QHI Wellness and shopqhi.com. If you go to shopqhi, we're going to talk about some basic detox protocols that you can find on our website, uh, shopqhi.com package specials, basic detox package. I will be right back after this break.
2: Dr. Dr.
1: Welcome back to Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Togenet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Togenet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette.
3: And we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live and uh, Susan Spence here on the on the show with me today, like always, every day of the week, uh, you can listen to to us. We have literally a couple hundred podcasts now, you know, of uh, covering just about every imaginable subject in healthcare. So please go to if you're listening to the show, to our other podcasts podcast list. You can also go to iTunes, and on iTunes, you just do a search on Doctor Peter Devet Live. You have to have an iTunes account. You don't have to ever buy anything. You just have to have a credit card on record, and you can have an iTunes account. But um, you know, there you can literally uh, download any one of our uh, hundreds of shows, or from Toginet itself. Go to the podcast section and just load download the subject. So, and if there's a subject you, you want us to cover, if there's something that you're interested in, to your you know you want to hear about we are more than happy to um, meet your needs and uh, do a show on on whatever whatever you think is important so just contact us at 877 484 or you can email us through shopqhi.com or uh, qhiwellness.com there are links that you can follow that'll take you directly to um our clinic and our email uh, system. So, Susan, I wanted to go on to the next one. Um, aluminum. Yeah, you know, aluminum is another huge one. Yeah, you know, most people don't think aluminum is scary, but folks, wait until you hear what Susan has to say next, because that is a is a big one. And specifically, what conditions are is aluminum associated with?
4: Uh, aluminum can be associated with uh crohn's like disease uh inflammatory bowel um, it can also uh, have uh cause abnormal speech uh softening of the bones uh alzheimer's and parkinson's disease it's been correlated with those uh they don't know what came first the chicken or the eggs but the <laughs> the, the neuro Fibrillary is after the tangles, the tangles of the neurons mm-hmm. of people with Alzheimer's do have increased levels of um, aluminum.
3: When you say, which came first, chicken or the egg, it was arsenic. <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we were just talking earlier about arsenic being used in the chicken industry to... Uh, De worm and uh, <laughs> sterilize the intentional oh, treatment. <laughs> <it>. Late, late. <laughs> Wake up, Susan. So, but al- aluminum, you know, it's uh, you know very, very, very um, significantly correlated with the increase in dementia that we're seeing in this country. Uh, you know, so as we get more and more exposed fr- from aluminum, <clears throat> we are seeing more and more uh alzheimer's disease parkinson's disease as you mentioned and um you know the the link with inflammatory bowel disease is one that i've not been aware of uh previously but it absolutely makes sense um because you were mentioning to me earlier that they showed that horses Mm that are exposed to to aluminum high aluminum containing grass or feed Mm -hmm. what do they get
4: uh, they get changes that look just like Crohn's disease uh, in their colons, uh, uh, sometimes fatal. Uh, they think that it alters the uh, intestinal bacteria negatively.
3: Yeah. So, and, and this is probably one reason why we see so much dysbiosis mm-hmm. in our society. With everything having aluminum in, from your toothpaste to your bake, baking powders, and, you know, and everything that that's baked. Uh, those
4: f d and c color color additives all those are aluminum
3: so anything that's colored if it's got a color it's got aluminum i mean that's that's shocking most i didn't know that you know and and i i, I feel i keep up to date even dental amalgams so in a dental amalgam you've got number one mercury number two <laughs> aluminum how about that for a combo you know and and cigarette f- uh, filters i mean when you smoke you're not you're only smoking what's in the tobacco. You're smoking cadmium out of the paper, and then then aluminum out of the filter.
4: And aluminum also competes uh, in the bones for the same binding site as calcium. So um, that's another negative negativity to it.
3: So you have aluminum bol- bones instead of calcium mm-hmm. bones, and you can imagine that ain't going to be very strong. <laughs>
4: I don't think aluminum hooks well to calcium.
3: <laughs> and you know the other source of of uh, aluminum is antiperspirants. Oh,
4: yeah. and so, aluminum cans.
3: So when you don't stink, <laughs> you just poison yourself with aluminum. No, so see you can you can either stink or you can have aluminum poison, but you can't have both. Uh, you know, so um, I mean, you can be stinking and have no aluminum, or Uh, Smell good and be aluminum poison and be stupid. (laughs) How about that?
4: (laughs) I'll stink just a little. (laughs) But really, uh, it's amazing how well. It's not. It's it's pretty messy. Not as neat and doesn't. You know, not as easy to do. But you can just uh, dampen your fingers with water and dip it in baking soda and rub it under your arms. And every once in a while, you're going to have a little bit of white stuff on your clothes. But it works pretty good.
3: <laughs> ah, yeah. and you get those those rock uh, deodorants, you know, where you just uh, take a rock. <laughs> uh,
4: you know what those <laughs> Rub, are? It, rub it. <laughs> Those is are it? alum salts. Uh it's true. It's just uh, a real? <laughs> uh, yeah, it is true. Uh,
3: so that that it's just is just a play aluminum on words.
4: Too. It contains no aluminum chlorhydrate, but it contains alum salts, which is aluminum. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So yeah, we are thinking Go that we're the doing store. something. Get up for yeah. yourself
4: if you yeah. don't believe me.
3: Yeah, we are thinking we're doing something healthy, and 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 it's, uh, it's somebody ripping us <laughs> off, saying, "Okay, ha ha ha, you thought, I you know, fooled you." So um, you know, it's it's just uh, amazing. And and when we cook, you know, and when we drink, you know, canned fluids. You know, uh, <clears throat> when you drink, you know, canned soft drinks, you're getting a lot of aluminum. And now they line the can with plastic, so <laughs> so you get plastic to- uh, toxicity too in the process. Um, less, so, aluminum, n- less, less
4: aluminum, more
3: plastic. Less <laughs> aluminum, more plastic. <laughs> so you can you can pick your poison, as they say. Uh, and tell us about baking powder.
4: Uh, baking powder is uh, has aluminum in it. Uh, try to use my mom and I use a mixture of uh, baking soda, sodium, so- sodium bicarbonate. And uh, buttermilk, and that does well. to It makes uh, cornbread rise and uh, pancakes rise without using the aluminum and baking powder. Use baking soda instead. Gee. And I don't know what it is about buttermilk, uh, but so it, so it you can,
3: You can use the bread to deodorize the room with <laughs> 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 the baking soda in it. <laughs> it works. <laughs> That's great. So, so aluminum... You know we need to eliminate <laughs> as much as possible because it's a huge problem. You know pesticides. You mentioned that too, and you know ceramics. I mean, so when you know certain things that you drink out of. You know, I didn't know this, but a lot of uh, ceramics also have lead. You know, so uh, if you don't, uh, if you drink out of a container that is made of a ceramic that is not um, glazed, I guess. It it can leach out those metals right into the fluids. fluids. Uh, I
4: always read when I buy it because some ceramics uh, are made to be just uh, decorative and ornamental, but they will usually say, uh, usually the really really pretty glazes that are kind of bleeding and running colors, and uh, a lot of those are are made just for uh, decoration, and they do have heavy metals. <laughs>
3: And Some people might think it's pretty, so I can drink out, out of it, you know, or something like that. So, uh, don't do that. Now, lead and cadmium. Let's just quickly fly through those, and we're going to talk about detox strategies. Here in a moment. How, you know, how do we get this? Uh, I just also wanted to say about mercury and arsenic. You, you know, we didn't talk about what diseases they were connected to, but mercury, you know, very heavily associated with neurological conditions. Um, so. Learning disorder, everything from learning disorders, in the you know in in the babies and young children that are born to us, because if a mother has a mouthful of mercury, and she's pregnant with a baby, you know we most people don't realize that that baby gets about a third of her total toxic load. You know the baby might be seven or eight pounds, and the mother might be you know a hundred or you know hundred and fifty or two hundred pounds, but that little baby, that fetus, gets about a third of her total. Toxin load, including heavy metals, so no wonder that babies are brain damaged right from the get-go because of you know these aluminum and uh, mercury levels that you know is, is right there in the mother. Now, uh, mercury is also very commonly associated with with autoimmune disease and with immune system dysfunction in general. Mm-hmm. So when you don't have, <clears throat> you know, when you have mercury in your system, you're also much more likely to have uh, you know diseases like autism. And so forth. Anything else that you want to say there?
4: Uh, you can have a sores in your mouth and gingivitis. I didn't realize that. And another mental effect is uh, excessive irritability, excitability, or really sensitive to uh, stimulation. I see that a lot in people.
3: And arsenic, uh, one or two things you can mention there on, on what, what symptoms arsenic can cause.
4: Uh, besides I'm, not, this- I'm not familiar with the symptoms of arsenic.
3: Well, uh, arsenic can affect your immune system, too. And so a lot of that's uh, what a lot of these heavy metals have in common. Uh, A lot of them are, you know, uh, neurotoxins Mm -hmm. um, and can affect the brain, you know, can even lead to paralysis. So, you know, arsenic uh, poisoning can also lead to seizures, you know, can contribute to seizure uh, disorder. Lead, uh, you know, lead and cadmium, just very quickly, you know, uh, we see lead. Is still in some old houses in the piping, you know, so still used as a soldering agent in old plumbing. So if you have old plumbing, even schools <clears throat> that still have water fountains, you know, that there was a big scandal a, few, a couple of years back because a lot of schools, they still have water fountains that had lead coming through them. So uh, uh, and we're going to be going to another break here in, in, in a short uh, moment. And um, we're also going to tell you just before the break that If you go to shopqhi.com, look up package specials, look up basic detox package, and that is basically a a one-size-fits-all detox strategy for a lot of the common toxins, and we also have a mercury detox protocol that works not just for mercury but for a lot of metals, so mercury detox package uh, is also very, very helpful, and we'll, we'll come right back here after this break. And tell you some more about getting this stuff out of your body. And uh, again, a little bit more about lead and cadmium and how we get those into our bodies.
1: This is Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Find out how the flaws in our healthcare system are leading to epidemics of chronic diseases, including cancer and a myriad of others. Dr. Peter will be right back after
0: these on TogiNet.com. Tired of achy joints inhibiting your ability to get around, exercise, or even enjoy your life? swelling, stiffness, inflammation, and pain today with the VET Wellness Comprehensive Joint Formula. Get your supply of Comprehensive Joint Formula today by calling 877-484-9735. That's 877-484-9735 or go online to shophealthybody.com. Are you frustrated with the health of your digestive tract? Tired of heartburn and reflux symptoms, sluggish or missing gallbladder, gas, bloating, or irritable bowel syndromes? If you feel your ability to digest food is not quite up to snuff, then try out Devet Wellness Digestive Optimizer Formula. Digestive Optimizer Formula is packed full of digestive enzymes, ox bile, and acid precursors to help you digest carbs, fat, and protein.
1: on Toginet.com. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. Let's get back to the show. It's Dr. Peter DeVette Live on Toginet.com. Here again is your host, Dr. Peter DeVette. And
3: we're back. You're listening to Dr. Peter DeVette Live. Susan Spence here in the studio with me. And we are talking about heavy metals and everything you need to know about you know, heavy metals that poison us. Susan, we, we're, we're not going to have time to go through all of the metals, but uh, lead and, and cadmium we're going to quickly discuss. But there's others too, like uranium. You know we're seeing a ton of uh, uranium now in people all across the planet, especially the northern hemisphere, since the tsunami hit Japan and caused that huge. A catastrophe at Fukushima mm-hmm. power plant. We're seeing more uh, uranium in the air because of countries around the, the world that are, you know, trying to enrich uranium, you know, and <clears throat> trying to make bombs and exploding bombs like North Korea and so forth, and doing it in an unsanitary way. I don't think there's a sanitary way to <laughs> explode a atomic weapon. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> you know, some of it leaks out on the surface and gets out into the atmosphere even if they do underground testing. So those are other reasons. Plutonium you know we're seeing plut- plutonium toxicity quite a bit in our patients it was uh, horrible after that accident but now it's, we're not seeing quite as much. We have an ability to to look for these things by the way through what's, what's called bioenergetic testing. We, we are able to do data collection in the body to see what might be affecting the body, And then we verify that with a second set of tests called a um, chelation challenge, urine and stool test. So we don't bother with uh, hair, hair testing or blood testing most of the time. We just go right for the jugular. And we have, uh, you know, we inject uh, three doses of chelation, uh, calcium EDTA, there's the chelator, over uh, two or three weeks into... A patient intravenously, and then we have them collect after the third one. And by the way, we do the first two chelations to clear the kidneys so we can see clearly what's coming out. Because if you do it without clearing the kidneys, you often see an underrepresented amount, you know, so you you underestimate. Can very easily underestimate the amount of metals.
4: Do you, are you saying that there are are metals in the mitochondrial systems of the filtering system of the kidney? Is that
3: well? the The kidney gets is a drainage system. It's it's a you know pretty much, you know, a, a de- detox system that depends on um, osmolalid uh, you know osmolar mm-hmm. differentials, you know between parts of the kidney. So as as blood goes through the you know the the, um, the what we call the glomeruli, the little um, squiggly parts of the kidney that you know that uh, excretes urine, mm-hmm. excretes toxins, and then most of that gets reabsorbed as water. And certain proteins and sugars, certain things get reabsorbed. So <clears throat> when you have a lot of metal saturation in the kidneys, the reabsorption is affected. So you don't get a, a very good reabsorption. Um, but the metals don't excrete very well either. So you get a, you know initially an under-reading um, of what is in the system. Uh, but after about three chelations, most people will clean up enough so you can start seeing a more accurate picture you know, of exactly how much metal there is. And, um, and then, you know, there's other methods too, but those are the two most um, effective methods that i found that correlates with clinical responses very well. So when we then uh, treat, and, and, and let's just quickly uh, talk about treatment. How You know, when we, you're in-house, we do a technique, you use a technique called laser energetic detox, which we have found. You know, and has been verified by others that have studied this, that it increases the excretion of heavy metals uh, alone and also other toxins as much as 30-fold, 30 30-fold 30 increase. So if you were just doing IV chelation therapy, say, for instance, you had a mouthful of mercury fillings, you take the fillings out, which, by the way, has to be done very, very carefully. know, we don't have time to care, cover every angle on, on the subject, but, you know, if you think about <clears throat> mercury fillings... You want to get all that poison out of the system in the average person probably take you three hundred to four hundred chelations to get it all out now most people can't you know their veins can't stand all that chelation secondly they probably their pocketbooks probably cannot stand that kind of level of chelation so what do you do? you accelerate that process tremendously by lasering the system with the, uh, the energies of Mercury, you know, the bio, what we call the electromagnetic frequency of mercury, and as that interacts with the with the, um, you know, the acupuncture point system in the body, the meridians, and that energy goes into the body, it helps in the release of toxins. Now, we see that, for instance, um, you know, if we do a, uh, a metal toxin panel on urine and stool after a patient has gotten lasered, massive increase in their meta levels and that happened to me just uh, a few days ago you know we we went ahead and ordered a laser uh, treatment on a patient and we also ordered the testing thinking that the test would be done before the patient got lasered somehow things got switched up on the schedule and they got lasered before we collected the, you know, the urine and stool and lo and behold Huge levels of metal, so initially I thought, "Oh my gosh, you know this patient is terribly have- <laughs> toxic you know and I was just telling her how bad things were and Then I asked for clarification, and I saw on the chart that she had been lasered, and she verified that she had been lasered before the you know, the study, and it was a great affirmation. Because every one of our metals were just increased big time. It's like, oh wow, you know? makes me want to so,
4: do it again. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> so, so that's, uh, that's the good news. You know, you can accelerate that process. But let's uh, also talk very quickly about chelators. What chelators do you use? Because we we know a chelator means a uh, a chemical that traps metals, and that binds metals. You know, so in other words, uh, the best chelators number one have an affinity for the toxin, the toxic metal that's greater than the affinity for a non-toxic metal. So if you take a chelator that has affinity that's greater for calcium and lower for mercury, that's not going to work because there's lots of calcium in the body. It's going to bind that up. But if it has a propensity to bind uh, mercury, for example, more than it does calcium, then that's probably a good chelator, same with uh, lead and so forth. So... Every chelator has its own unique metals that it's best for. So, you know, for instance, lead, um, EDTA works very, very well for it. So EDTA, the number one affinity of EDTA is lead, mm-hmm. you know. So um, so intravenous uh, EDTA therapy, where are in long back form, the quick chelations that we do here in our clinic with calcium EDTA, that's going to be great for <clears throat> removing lead. But on the other hand, if you want to remove mercury, if that's your primary goal, you're going to do use what's called DMPS or DM, uh, DMSA. Uh, DMSA can be taken orally. DMPS can be done intravenously or through the skin. Um, so <clears throat> those are the chelators that I use there. But there's also other chelators now. Uh, uh, aluminum, by the way, the, the drug is called desferioxamine. Um, yeah, and uh, so that that particular one, um, you have to kind of go a little further. Although, thank goodness, a lot of the um, the chelators that we use, natural chelators, have a very very good affinity for aluminum and most other um, of these metal toxins. For instance, super green foods. You know, if you take chlorella, or if you take um, spirulina, or barley, any one of those. If it's very high in chlorophyll, it's going to bind metals. Uh,
4: I have a question. When I was reading about management and treatment of uh, toxic patients, I saw vitamin D listed as a treatment on almost every one of them. And my guess was that it increases your absorption of calcium, and calcium is sort of like a a competitive... um, Competitive in the gut. I don't know. Huh. What, what, why would you say vitamin D?
3: Well, I... I, I, I was surprised that's a, to see that's, that. that's a great um, pick up there because I, I didn't know that D was important in, in detox of metals, but it would make sense because D3 is, is is so important in calcium absorption. But oftentimes in the body, you absorb one nutrient, it dumps another. That's, that's not right. necessary. So... You know, a sodium, for example, is necessary to, p- to absorb potassium and, and vice versa. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, that, that makes sense to me that, um, <clears throat> that when you have enough D3, you get more calcium absorption, and therefore uh, it becomes a little bit easier for the body to dump. And it can also be a health thing. You know, so D3 is critical for uh, normal functioning, you know, decrease in, uh, mu- you know, improved immune system function and decreased inflammation in general. And so when you have decreased inflammation, it's a lot easier to dump metals because, you know, if metals often accompany inflammation, you know, so, you know, you get metal deposits, for instance, in in the blood vessels when there's inflammation, and as a matter of fact, you know, the metals cause or contribute to inflammation. So if you have a lot of free iron laying around, even though iron is necessary for health, it becomes a toxic metal when you have too much of it in your bloodstream. And if your ferritin level, you know, we often do a ferritin level to see if iron is too high. And by the way, EDTA, great chelator for uh, removing ex- excess ferritin. What about selenium?
4: It says that selenium has been demonstrated to be an effective mercury binder, uh, rendering it ineffective. <coughs> I didn't realize it was that
3: Wow, I didn't not realize it either. Um, but that makes sense because selenium deficiency often contributes to infections like yeast infections, viral infections, and and so. Uh, and mercury it contributes to yeast infections and viral infections. Um, so, we are unfortunately at the end of the program. We don't even get through lead, cadmium. You know, we have a whole slew of other uh, heavy metal poisons. But folks uh, need to learn what is in your body. Uh, Go to our site, uh, shopqhi.com, shopqhi.com, QHI Uh, QHI stands for Quantum Healing Institute, package specials, basic detox package, and then the mercury detox package is also there. Um, If you're going to the dentist to get your mercury out, that's a good thing to do. Get a copy of my book, Heal Thyself, Transform Your Life, Transform Your Health, Uh, a lot about heavy metals in, in the detox or die chapter on how to get those metals out of the system. But uh, be careful about what you are putting on and in your body, because it can poison you and kill you. Uh, We will be back with you uh, next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend.
1: Thank you for being a part of Dr. Peter DeVette Live. We'll be here every weekday at 1 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Eastern